If you're a pastor, elder, deacon, nonprofit board member, or business owner, I need you to listen to this. K&K Furnishings needs to be on your shortlist. K&K Furnishings are committed to helping you find the right furnishings for your church or organization. These guys specialize in quality worship seating, welcome centers, cafes, nurseries, classrooms, as well as stage and podium furnishings. The two owners have over 70 years of combined pastoral experience, so not only will every transaction be handled with integrity and professionalism, but they have the experience to provide you with the perfect solutions for your furniture needs, and they absolutely understand your budget constraints and demands. K&K Furnishings are devoted to providing you quality pieces that save you money. They can do this because they don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store and they have relationships with over 200 manufacturers nationwide. Look, we all know there's a lot of junk out there. K&K understands that many times bargains aren't true money savers. They end up costing you more in the long run. At K&K, they believe that quality furnishings don't have to be outrageously expensive. And here's the best part. K&K Furnishings sells nationally and can also provide in-person consultations in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. If you can't meet in person, they'd be happy to set up a Zoom consultation for you today. So whatever your next project is, whether it's your home office or your church sanctuary, K&K Furnishings is the only place you need to look. Go to www.kkfurnishings.com to see how they can help you or call 567-318-4520. That's www.kkfurnishings.com or call 567-318-4520 or click on the link in the description of this episode. K&K Furnishings, furnishing business, education, worship, and hospitality for the glory of God. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I got to tell you about Jacob's Supply. Jacob's Supply is the place you got to go for all of your material needs. These guys bring you construction supplies and appliances for up to 50% off retail price, all brand new. Your home builder needs some lumber? Jacob's Supply has you covered. You a deacon at your church and you're in charge of that next Narthex floor job? Jacob's Supply has got you. Heck, they got Cortec Luxury Vinyl Plank right now for $3.59 a square foot. Go look that stuff up at Lowe's or Home Depot, man. That stuff is selling for $7 to $8 a square Square foot. That's over 50% off retail. Even if you just have some home projects you're working on, Jacob Supply is the place for you. I just built an outdoor grilling area this spring for that old smoker and grill. Guess where I got the metal roof, lumber, and screws? Yeah, that's right, Jacob Supply. Looking for a fridge, stove, washer, dryer? They got them all, and their name brand. Samsung, Bosch, Frigidaire, all 20, 30, 40% off retail. Brand new and ready for you. Located in Temperance, Michigan, it's worth it to stop by even if you're a few hours away. And remember, Jacob Supply can ship products nationally too. So even if you're out of state, you gotta check them out. Follow them on Facebook at Jacob Supply or call them direct at 734-224-0978. That's 734-224-0978. 0978. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the Dead Men Walking podcast. Jason and I really enjoyed doing it. I wanted to talk to you right now about you starting your own podcast. Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or if you're just thinking it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your online reach. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your shows can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories within minutes, Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And let me tell you guys, Buzzsprout's team of experts really want to see you succeed. We use Buzzsprout as our host here at the Dead Men Walking Podcast, and we couldn't be happier. They have so many tools that help support us in our mission to bring glory to God. They host podcasts with just basic gear and a few listeners, uh, all the way up to guys who are doing professional stuff with millions of listeners. With Buzzsprout, you get great looking podcast website, you get audio players that you can drop into other websites, uh, detailed analytics to see how people are listening and how to promote your episode along with support by podcast experts. Buzzsprout really is passionate about helping you succeed. So why not join over 100,000 other podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout? And here's the cool thing, guys. If you click on the link that is in the episode description of this episode, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card and you'll also help support the show. And that's after you sign up for one of their paid programs. And their paid programs are a couple dollars a month. I mean, you could really do this on a budget and it gives you hosting and all those things that we had just mentioned. So guys, support the show. Check out Buzzsprout. If you've ever been thinking about doing a podcast, it's now never been easier. You can do that by clicking on the link in our episode description. We will send you a $20 Amazon gift card and you also help support the show. Thanks guys. And now to Dead Men Walking. Exploring Theology, Doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between. 
Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking. I'm your host, Greg Moore. And I'm Jason Hamlin. Hey, Jason. Full of energy today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like it. You know, we're doing a special election uh, episode today. We've done a few of these. Excited. But, you know, we wanted to have our listeners be informed. Uh, About 80% of our listeners are in either Michigan and Ohio, and they're really looking towards Michigan. We've been in the news the last couple of days here. What's (laughs) what's going on? What? There's something going on with the election, <laughs> right? And we have a special guest on the line. But before we get to that, um, I wanted to play a clip of her testifying for the legislature here in Michigan on the election fraud and kind of the 2020 election. Um, and she's been a longtime friend of mine. And I, I think I wanted to play this clip because I want to set up how she so perfectly kind of gave the example of why this is an issue, why the 2020 election is an issue with enforcing uh, laws that are already on the books. We do have on uh, Linda Lee Tarver. We're going to get to her in one second. But first, I want to play this clip. So it's about two and a half minutes. So just hang in there, folks, and take a listen. So my question to you is, after the 2016 election, when we saw the problems that we saw that you just hinted at, when we had agreement, apparently, between a lot of folks about the fact that these precincts should be recountable. Why did we see no changes in the law to address any of these issues while we had a Republican governor, a Republican House, and a Republican Senate? So I'd be happy to answer that question. That's a very simple one. We have sufficient laws on the books. So my brothers and sisters in the Republican uh, GOP has done their due diligence to pass laws, make laws, the enforceability of the laws, however, because in Grand Traverse County, we're not having this problem. In uh, certain counties that Van Buren County, we're not having this hot mess problems that we have in Pontiac and in Flint and in Detroit. We don't have that. So if you want Republicans to pass more laws, why don't the Democrats in their cities enforce the doggone election laws so that they, that we can have fair and just elections? Because I just gave you the law. It's a felony for me to give my friend, next door neighbor, my ballot. It's a misdemeanor for me to give it to them. And it's a felony for them to turn it in. A felony. It is not enforced. And we have situations in the inner cities and these Democrat-controlled areas, because that's what we're talking about. Democrat-controlled areas cannot seem to balance their elections. And because they have been habitual violators of the inability to balance their election because of either ignorance, apathy, lack of leadership, or lack of caring about their election integrity, because if you add more laws to the books, you still have people who will not follow the law. And you, if you don't enforce the law, if you don't bring in Republicans to say, I am going to uh, be a poll worker, if you need five Republicans in the building, make sure five workers are. Contact the Michigan Republican Party. Ask them for five people or 25 people or 200 people to work it. And then when the challenges come in, you protect them. You don't put them out. You don't call the police on them. You don't. You're supposed to protect them according to the law. If you follow the law in the urban Democratic controlled areas, then we would not be here today. I certainly wouldn't be here. But in 25 years that I've been monitoring elections, working with the Secretary of State, the last eight doing uh, election integrity, it's been a hot mess in the same Democrat-controlled areas. We don't need any more laws. We need to enforce the laws, and we need to open up the doggone ballot boxes. All right, what what a great clip. Oh, I loved it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Miss Linda Lee Tarver. How are you, Linda Lee? Yeah. I am uh, doing well. Thank you. Um, You know, I I have not tried to listen to the testimony, but it is. I had my little uh, preach on and my little yeah. fervor. I'm a college. Yeah, you know, I uh, was watching that live and uh, I, I just absolutely loved it when I saw you sit down and you really just took them to task, but you said something so important 
uh, you were saying, look, it, we don't need more laws. We need you to enforce the laws that are on the books. And I think that's a point that not a lot of people, you know, Georgia and Pennsylvania and some of these other state legislatures and people testifying and swearing to affidavits, they're not really pointing that out, that we need to enforce the laws on the books. There's all kinds of election laws. Uh, but before we get into that, just tell our listeners, give us a little bio of who you are, kind of your credentials and how you came to be testifying in front of the Mich- Michigan legislature. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here, especially with the two of you mm-hmm. and our brothers, my brothers in Christ. And so uh, my name is Linda Lee Tarver. I have a doctorate in theology and I'm working on my second doctorate in education. And I um, did not necessarily want to get engaged in um, politics, but I I joined a political party, the Republican Party, the Party of Emancipation and Freedom, mm-hmm. um, because that is the only party that I want to belong to. Amen. I can say Jesus is Lord <laughs> in the Republican Party and get an amen. Okay. Amen. So at the end of the day, I I got involved in politics 25 years ago, mm. and I wanted to um, you know participate and learn a little bit more about our democracy and um, in terms of voting and our republic, because we are a constitutional republic. We're not a democracy in that sense, but we have a democracy when it comes to, you know, how we lay out our laws and our representative government. Sure. But I, um, in my life, I've been 34 years, I retired last year, 34 years with the state of Michigan. Um, 29 of those with the Michigan Department of State, a.k.a. the Secretary of State. Mm -hmm. The last seven years, I worked as the Community Affairs Director under Ruth Johnson and Election Integrity Liaison. So I was um, very interested in election integrity. So I spent seven years really looking at election integrity, and it's very important. And it's very important to me and I believe to our, our freedom, our liberty, and the way that we look at our um, our country. If we cannot have free and fair elections, then we don't have a, a country. We have a socialistic uh, entity that certainly will not thrive. Sure. And so um, I was also um, appointed by the governor as a Michigan Civil Rights Commissioner. Very proud to serve my four years there. And I believe I served very well. We looked at the Flint water crisis and other issues, religious liberty and other things that were important to to me to advance and also for individuals with um, hearing and deaf and impaired individuals, making sure that they had their voice heard. And so um, so I worked as a civil rights commissioner, um, election integrity. I am a Sunday school teacher. That is my claim to fame mm-hmm. is there we go. Good a for Sunday you. school teacher. So. Um, I'm an author of two books. Okay. One is Died in the Wool. It's a biblical guide for Republican women. And uh, the next is a children's book I wrote for Christmas. And I'm just doing a a shameless plug out there. Jesus with Christmas is Born. And you can get it on Amazon or Liberty Hill Press or BarnesandNoble.com. Awesome. So, yes, it's a, it's a beautiful children's book. It, it describes um, the Jesus who is Christmas is born. So we, um, we, we take Jesus out of the manger and uh, we, we really describe who he is. I do describe who Jesus is for children uh, as it relates to Christmas. We celebrate his birth and, uh, and, and what he has done. Awesome. So it's the first of a trilogy of books, but I really, that's who I am. I'm a mother of two, a grandmother of one, I'm married to the love of my life, Clint the hot dog guy. And <laughs> I'm a political activist, unashamedly a political activist who, um, is concerned about, I love my community. Yes. I, I love the community that I live in. And I shared with people that, I did not get started in this because I was some gated community elitist um, or or anything like that. I lived in the south side of Lansing. I live in the hood, and I call it the hood, but <laughs> I live in the hood. I used to live in Detroit. Um, I used to work in Detroit and live in Detroit, and I used to work in Wyoming, Michigan, in Dutch country on a farm, um, and so I, I've seen Michigan from very different vantages and the people are the same. Yeah. They love God. They love their family. They love their country and they deserve better. Wow. They deserve yeah. a, a, an, a, an election that they 
when they cast their vote, they don't want it stolen by 40,000 other people or by the Democrat Party. And I'm calling out the Democrat Party because they have been inbred with, um, with crime, fraud, and stealing of elections, and they have used and prostituted the inner cities too long. Mm. Because I, I shared recently with an individual that you can't hide 400,000 votes in Mackinac City. <laughs> Just not going to happen. Right. But if you want to cheat and you want to um, insert fraud so that Joe Biden, you know, will get more votes at 4 a.m., then you will use the biggest city that we have, and that is Detroit. Right. And unfortunately, that is what's been going on, and they've been using black folks enough. And I'm here to tell you that for a city that I love, a city that was once the most prosperous city for black folks in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan was once the most prosperous city for black people and, in the and, world. And the culture, too. And the culture. Absolutely. We, You know, I remember looking for, as a child and as a young woman, looking at Detroit for fashion and, and yep. um, yeah. style and culture. Yep. You know, I could not wait to go to the Fox Theater to see. I know we had the Wharton here in Lansing, Michigan, but the Fox Theater was something behold it was you know we couldn't get to new york but we could get to detroit Mm -hmm. and it was definitely um an experience and the art institute and the you know detroit is our you know uh new york new york it is our chicago it's our all of that but it needs to be right and these cities that have been led by liberals who care nothing about God, who care nothing about honesty, have prostituted the black folks in these cities well too long. Mm. They have convinced people that abortion is okay. We know it's genocide in the black community. They've convinced people that we can put anything and everything in your community and we can violate the law because we are black folks. And if you say something about it, you must be a racist. Mm -hmm. And enough is enough. Yeah. I've decided to lend my voice in the name of Jesus to allow for, um, because working within the department, I had to um, log my complaint and allow those within the department to to try to remedy those. But as a citizen who is retired, I can speak freely now about the injustices that I've seen. Mm. And they've been in communities of color. And, you know, just, just so you'll know, there are touch points within the law that, that ensure the integrity of the vote. You know, ballot harvesting is illegal in Michigan. You cannot go and pick up ballots from people. That's why I spent so much time on that, so people will know. Mm. I can't give you my my ballot to turn in. Right. You know, I, I like you, and you guys <laughs> yeah. are great, yeah. but that's sacred. It has to be a family member, uh, someone that lives in my household, uh, a, a postal worker or a person who works for the clerk's office. Those are the only reasons, those are the only people that can get my ballot because it's that sacred. And that's in the law. But we've got Democrats that go out and harvest ballots. They don't know the people. They go into nursing homes. People are like, you know, indigent and all of that. They are picking up. What is your name? We're going to pick it up and we're going to turn it in. 75 ballots, Mm. 80 ballots, 50 ballots of people you don't even know. Mm. That's illegal. And so that has been occurring in our inner city. They have drop boxes where people can just throw as many uh, ballots as they want. We don't need a drop box because we want you to to either mail in your ballot or the person who's dropping it off, we need to know who you are. Right. And so these larger jurisdictions and, you know, these entities like Detroit, because of the number of people, they think that they are exempt from the law you're not exempt because you've got a lot of people you just need to accommodate the law you need to follow the law Mm. if you need a drive-through like mcdonald's where you have the people show who they are give me your ballot then that's what you do but you don't accommodate fraud so then you get into the issue where people have the law says that you have to have democrat and republicans working well we know they didn't hire any republicans in at the TCF Center in Detroit to count absentee ballots. They had fake Republicans, people who say, today I'm going to be a Republican. Right. They're not Republicans. They're not recognized by the Michigan Republican Party. We don't even know who they are. 
They're not Republicans. And they had 16-year-olds who can't even vote yet. Wow. wow. But these people got paid to work the election, and they're supposed to be Democrats and Republicans, people who have a vested interest and a fairness that they are watching each other. But the Secretary of State was sued because she wanted poll challengers, which is another level sure. of, of integrity for the ballot. Poll challengers to stand six feet away because of COVID. Oh. The court said, no, Jocelyn Benson. Yep. The law says that they need to be able to see and understand and be close enough to look at the, the poll book, to look at the ballots, to look at the voters. The six feet rule does not apply to poll challengers. Mm. She signed a consent agreement that she would follow the law, and she did not. Wow. They put them six feet away, ten feet away, and they were training their poll workers that I hope the Republicans have binoculars. Right. Yeah. So they put them out, and they celebrated that, and that is a misdemeanor. So all these things you're talking about, Linda Lee, um, you, you know, harvesting and, you know, the, the poll watchers not being able to see and, and all these things. These are things because, you know, we have listeners going, OK, we kind of see what's going on on mainstream media. Obviously, this isn't even being covered nearly as much on mainstream. You have to go to some secondary sources or conservative sources to even see uh, what's going on. Uh, to, to a listener that's going, are these things actually happening then? I, I mean, is this stuff yes. real in Michigan? To that, you would yes. say someone with 25 years or 28 years experience, yes, you have seen these type of things happen, correct? Yes. We have a, I have a, I'm a plaintiff in a suit currently before the Michigan Supreme Court Okay. on addressing the issues of more than 500,000 illegal votes. And we're not talking at just the TCF Center. We're talking votes that were uh, 300,000 ballots that were mailed by the Secretary of State's office wow. to people that did not sign for the ballot. Yep. The law says that if you want a ballot to vote, you have to sign an application, sign it, an application to vote. You can't email it. You can't get a just an email request. I want a ballot. You have to sign an application. You can email your request for an application. You've got to sign yeah. for a ballot. Right. Sign it. And you're saying you're a plaintiff. You plaint and you're saying you're a plaintiff in a, in a lawsuit that's Current. alleging currently that's alleging 500, uh, possibly 500,000 votes that were illegally obtained that like that. That's crazy. Not just that. 300,000. Those are 300,000 that were mailed. Mm. But we're, we've got other issues that uh, with the Secretary of State's office, with how the ballots were, that we have evidence of at least 500,000 where issues occurred as a result of illegal um, a illegal activity. So the Secretary of State, you mail out ballots that were not requested by the, the voter. Those, all of those are void, should be voided, and we're requesting that. But we have other issues that we're looking at. One of the things that we did today, and today we petitioned the House and the Senate of Michigan to um, require immediate relief um, before the December 8, 2020, um, in order that we might get relief. We asked that they look into and bring in the Secretary of State and the head of elections to deal with several issues. One of them is that the Secretary of State of Michigan, for the first time, provided personal voter information and, I believe, driver license information to rock the vote. It mm. is a partisan group espousing only progressive causes and other no-bid contracts. They had a no-bid contract with rock the vote. Absolutely. They have your and my social security number. They have your and my full name. They have our full address our wow. birth date, and our driver's license number, and my eye color. Wow. Wow. That is what Rock the Vote has. Rock so, the Vote has that information given to them by Michigan Secretary of State. By a governmental Vincent. agency, yeah. uh, you know, releasing personal information to a very partisan uh And I've know, worked for five group. secretaries of state. The Michigan State Police asked for information that the Secretary of State, the Republican women who I've worked under, said no. We yeah. wouldn't give information to anyone, this Secretary of State, the most liberal and the most partisan Secretary of State, the holder of the great seal, the record keeper of the state of Michigan, yeah. gave our personal information, let me tell you, social security number, Wow! Wow! our Gosh. eye color, 
our full name, full address, date of birth, and driver's license number to rock the boat. Wow. Now, I just want to know how you feel about that, because <laughs> that is one of the things that is before the Supreme Court that is ungodly, uh, unimaginable. Now, right. why, that, you know, and no one, no one is covering this in the mainstream yeah, media. I mean, no one knows that. Could you imagine if you told voters, whether Democrat, Republican, independent, whatever, that, hey, by the way, there's this third-party group that doesn't exactly have the greatest security measures in place when it comes to running their nonprofit or, or for-profit, whatever it is, and they have your social security number and all your information. If nothing else, no matter where I landed on what side of the aisle, I would be pretty upset about that. Yeah, well, that, that's before the Supreme Court, and I'm a plaintiff in that because I know about it. <laughs> and it, 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 it's available be, three, via the Freedom of Information Act. You can ask. Yeah, sure. It's a no-bid contract. Rock the boat. Wow. Yeah. It I mean, has we're, that information. Miss Linda, we're, we're hearing about all of these different stories. I mean, and all of the, the broken laws, I mean, that, are, that, that has been popping up all over the place. I mean, all over the U.S. And I mean, it seems like everyone's turning their head, you know, like and just shrugging their shoulders at it. I'm not everyone. There are people fighting like you, and we yep. are so appreciative of that for Absolutely. sure. You know, we're trying to, you know, get on our podcast and speak about these things. But uh, but I mean, where where does this go? Um, is this an expedited process? Because I mean, Joe Biden's already saying, hey, I'm president elect and i'm going to be in office in january you know like yeah well you know good luck to you the lord has this battle exactly Um, amen amen good luck to you are you post (laughs) hey al gore felt like that for 37 days 37 days after the 2000 election i will tell you he felt like president-elect and he conceded Mm. so i'm just sharing with you don't don't be concerned. Yeah. I'm not concerned. Yeah. And and actually, I'm not in this fight just for President Trump. I right, love right, that right. man. I believe God yep. had his hands on it. Amen. But I'm here for election integrity because we can't get it wrong after this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we allow the Democrats to steal the election yep. this year, they will steal every election and we will look like Venezuela in short order. Yep. And so we, we cannot have that. You know, we can't have that. And so um, we have not had the um, the intestinal fortitude as Republicans to fight the the stealing in these inner cities. But we're calling it out this year because we've got a fighter in Donald J. Trump. Yeah. And he is um, he is standing firm. He is not conceded. He should not concede. He won Michigan handily. And I I need your viewers to hear, uh, your listeners Mm -hmm. to hear this. Donald J. Trump won Michigan handily. (laughs) If you've got to steal, then this is where you're stealing it at. You've got to steal it in places like Flint and places like Pontiac and and especially Detroit. And let me give you the statistics so you'll understand it a little bit better. Okay. The people who voted in person at a school, at a church, community center or someplace like that in Detroit, in-person voting. There's five more than 500 precincts in Detroit, in-person voting. With that in-person voting, many of those, all but 28% could be recounted, which means they balanced, they, they did what they're supposed to do, they followed the procedures, they had everything, they dotted their I's, crossed their T's, and they could balance their precincts. 28% could not be counted in the in-person voting in Detroit. Sounds okay. good, right? Yeah. Not bad. Now, 28% is high. Right. We want 100%, but, you know, 28%, right? Right. Could not be recounted. They couldn't balance. They, they, they had some challenges. They, they couldn't figure it out. That was 28%. So they're with the 500 precincts, more than 500 precincts. You also have absentee ballots. All of the absentee ballots for those 500 precincts went to the TCF Center, a.k.a. Cobalt Hall, yep. mm-hmm. to be counted. So you've got 500 precincts basically in Cobalt Hall, right? Right. Because all of their absentee ballots for all of those precincts go to Cobalt Hall, TCF Center, to be counted. In Cobalt Hall, in the TCF Center, where all of the absentee ballots for Detroit went, 71% of those could not be recounted. Wow. Wow. And 71. 71 yeah. Hey, so how many thousands? Could not be recounted. I mean, that's that's the majority. <laughs> that's a lot. That, that's a lot oh, of votes. Oh, oh. Jeez. That is not just the majority. Majority is 50%. <laughs> right. Yeah. 51%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 51%. Wow. That is egregious. Yeah. You know, 71. And when you're stuffing ballots, you've got people, you, 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 don't, you have people who don't even exist 
exist. You know, I could have registered. My dog could have voted in Detroit absentee. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Give them a name. And when you have that, when you have that, they have people they don't know who the date of birth is. They created the people. They put January 1st, 1900, because they don't know who these people are. Wow. And, and, and you've got these people that more than 100 and some years old, you know, that's what's being reported. Yeah. And so those things, we've got eyewitnesses. We've got the truck that came in. We've got the plate number of the truck. We've got the pictures of the people who drove the truck at 4 a.m. with these hundred thousands of ballots yeah. to bring in to the TCF Center because Joe Biden lost Michigan and they needed to to take care of it. Now, These witnesses, we got whistleblowers, we got everything, and the Secretary of State right. on December 1st, after we filed our lawsuit, told the, uh, sent a memo out to destroy all ballots and uh, erase all hard drives. Wow. That was sent out by Jocelyn Benson when we got an active lawsuit. She is out of order. She needs to stop it. And that illegal activity that she, 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 is, she needs to go to Gitmo if she continues all of this. <laughs> now, now uh, is there an injunction on that order? Do you know? I know you're not an attorney, uh, but do you I'm know? I'm not an attorney, but what I do know is the, the lawsuit that we filed alleging all of this illegal activity in the ballots, we wanted to see the ballots. That yeah. was done well before December 1st. Right. That injunction, there is an order when you're, you have an active lawsuit before the Michigan Supreme Court. There's no deleting of ballots. Right. There's That's no what I'm deleting about. of evidence. There's no deleting. So we've asked the legislature to intervene because if she's instructing, and I pray to God that they don't uh, commit additional violations of law. Right. And delete and erase and do the, you know, do the Hillary Clinton, let us just acid wash stuff right. to get rid of stuff. I pray that that doesn't occur. But that is the memo she sent out December 1st, knowing that there is a case, an active case, and could be more than one. But I'm talking about an active case before the Michigan Supreme Court with allegations of fraud, yeah. in the especially with the absentee vote. Yeah. And, and, and you know, so she knows better, and she's a lawyer. She's not just a, a secretary of state. She's never been a clerk, but she has been a lawyer, and she she knows better. Yeah, she, she, knows she should better. know the basic law of yeah knowing better of sending out that order uh, when you have an active lawsuit. So no, why I, would you do that exactly? Right. Well, that's right. my whole point. I mean, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, anything else. Why wouldn't you want a safe and fair election if there is fraud, no matter which way it turns for what candidate? Wouldn't you want to see? Uh, you know, an accurate election because I'm seeing even something as simple as this is going, look at, there are some irregular irregularities here. We need to look into this. And I'm seeing uh, Democrat liberals and progressives on the other side going, Oh no, there's no such thing. No, no, no fraud whatsoever. Yet, you know, you and I both Linda, we've, we've been involved in the Republican party and in politics for 10, 15, 12, me 15 plus you almost 30. We right. know that this fraud happens all the time. We're just not talking about it in 2020. We've been talking about uh, fraud every two years, every election. Going, look at there is every some. two years, every election, every election. We know that it happens. Something about you say something about the you know I've been attacked by the liberals, and I, I'm just going to just let your people know to just please pray for me. Oh. You know I've been attacked locally. I've been called a racist by the Secretary <laughs> of State and some and, and some of her minions in Lansing. Because I dare say that the inner city, because I'm allegedly picking on minorities, uh, communities of color, for which I live in, okay? Oh, and part of. Yeah. I, I, and I am a part of it, <laughs> exactly. And well, I'm a- telling you, black people don't want illegal elections either. Mm. You know, if you think that this is acceptable to black people in Detroit, Flint, and Pontiac, then you're a liar. And I'm mm. t- calling them a liar. This is unacceptable to black people everywhere in michigan it's unacceptable because you've allowed this to occur Mm. you want to wink and blink at sin you want to call wrong right you want to call right wrong and enough is enough and that's where the lord is going to show out in this election cycle because our challenges are are righteous and i've been praying for justice amen i've been praying for justice in the name of jesus so that we can have justice i get no pay from this I get nothing from this. I put myself out there. My family is concerned about me. But at the end of the day, it is the right thing to do. Yeah. And I'd rather I'd rather be on the I'm on the Lord's side. Absolutely. I'm, 
I'm on the Lord's side. May God be the truth and every man be a liar. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, we have to protect our country. I've got my grandbaby, and I'm trying to make sure that my grandbaby grows up in a free nation. That's right. And Absolutely. not one that is uh, covered by communism, socialism, and this lust that has uh, permeated for power, the Democrat Party. Absolutely. They have placed their God as being uh, this, uh, this communist socialist agenda. And and I keep telling people, do not be surprised that people who allow for abortions in the womb, who want to kill babies in the womb, who allow for the stealing, killing, and destroying Come in on. urban areas, to don't be surprised that they will steal an election. Absolutely. Do not be Absolutely. surprised by people oh. who are wicked and yeah. whose hearts are, have, uh, have been hardened and have a retrograde mind, do not be surprised at them when they steal an election or oh. try to steal an election. You can't have high hopes for liberals. They <laughs> have to be delivered by Jesus himself. Amen. They have to be have a road to Damascus experience one at a time. I want the Lord to have a visit with Jocelyn Benson, with Dana Nessel, and oh. with Gretchen Whitmer. I want the Lord to meet them on the road, the same road that I met him on, and that he delivered me from. I want them to have that. But until then, they are part of the the enemy's camp, and they are not part of me. And Jesus, you know, Jesus said, I didn't come for peace. He is the prince of peace, but he didn't come for peace. Yeah, his word's going to divide. I came with the sword. It's going to divide. I'm separating mine from those who are not mine. Mm. And if you are on the side of wickedness and lying and cheating and stealing, they tore up these cities. I live in Lansing. They still have a Black Lives Matter mural. Half these folks who have never met George Floyd got a big old mural of George Floyd. Tore up the city, burned up a car, busted into a bank. Over what? Because they're wicked and their hearts are wicked. Mm. And the city of Lansing with our liberal mayor had allowed it. Allowed them to tear it up, and the taxpayers got to pay for it. Yeah, Linda's preaching so, on the podcast. This that, is, I'm this sorry, is, you know, you did let me lose. This is, I'm on, sorry, so, you did let me lose. Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna close okay, all all right right it. It. three times like my pastor too. Go another twenty. All right, hey, okay. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. It. I, oh no, we love it. Oh no, yeah, that's yeah. what we're here for. Definitely. Listen, uh, first of all, I just want to say we appreciate what you're doing. I mean, you are yeah. down in the trenches, Big like you time. said. You're not getting paid. You're not getting glory. You're trying to side on the side. Of, uh, of God and justice, right? Oh. And, yes, and we want to make yes. sure through that we have a clean, fair election. So as we wrap yes. this up here too, I just wanted to ask you for the listeners in the Michigan legislature, okay? So mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. what do you feel in there? So you have the connections there. You know, we saw some stuff where Lee Chatfield, our speaker, and Mike Shirky, our Senate Majority Leader, met with Trump a few weeks ago, and they came out and said, well, we we don't know if we saw widespread fraud yet, and we don't know how we're going to proceed. And now we're having these, uh, you, know, you know, we're having these lawsuits come forward and testifying. What do you think the Republicans are going to do in the legislature? I mean, we, we control both houses. I mean, are we really trying to push for them to say, Hey, look at wake up guys. We need to do something here. Or are we past that? And now we're looking to the Michigan Supreme court or the, or, or the, you know, the, the, the Supreme court, the, like wh- where are we the, at in this? Just give us a little rundown on that very quickly as we wrap okay, up. Okay, Sure. No problem. So we've got several groups that have sued uh, for relief and petitioned the court, the federal court, the state Supreme Court, and um, petitioned our legislature. They've held uh, two oversight hearings. I've talked to several people. I was not even there to give a testimony. Let me just tell you really quickly about that. I was there because Gina Johnson, who is part of the Michigan Capitol House of Prayer, asked me to go and pray for people outside of the hearing room, in the street, you know, in the, the, the sidewalk, sure. and pray for those who are testifying. That's all I went there for. It was so long. It was supposed to end at 1 o'clock. It was around 2 o'clock or something. I got cold. I went inside to warm up, and they, and they said, well, just fill out a little form and just give you a little three-minute thing. My three-minute thing went to 36 minutes. <laughs> And that was the extent of it. I think the Lord set it up, and that, that's how it was. But yeah. as a result of the people who, and I thank God 
respected me, knew me, these lawmakers, um, and respected what I had to say based on the experience that I have. They have taken another look, very close look at um, what they were hearing. And, and they took it in what I had said sincerely, that there is fraud here. There is illegal activity here. Do not do not think that there it does not exist. It is significant and it is wrong. But I petitioned the today. I did my Martin Luther moment. I, I, uh, we taped it. We didn't, we didn't put a nail in it, but we taped it <laughs> at the, uh, at the Secretary of State's office and we went to the, um, the, the Senate office and delivered it. But we taped it at the Secretary of State's office, our p- uh, petition to the House and the Senate of Michigan. We sent a copy to Jocelyn Benson and we put it up there requesting immediate relief before December 8th. And that is the um, the immediate relief that we asked and we said the petition um, House and the Senate representative under Article 1, Section 3 of the Michigan Constitution, which provides citizens the right to petition their government for redress of grievances. And so uh, we felt like the the 1517 Martin Luther 95 thesis. <laughs> yeah. we, we posted it up there. We prayed in the name of Jesus that the Lord will um, hear our plea, especially with the House and the Senate. Come but on. we also remembered the 1957 speech, which was the third anniversary for Martin Luther King, because we did Martin Luther all day today. Right. So the Martin Luther King um, Jr. speech at the Lincoln Memorial, it was called Give Me the Ballot. Mm-hmm. And so Give Me the Ballot speech was the third anniversary of Brown v. Board of Education. And he spoke it about and chastising both Democrats and Republicans to stand up and make sure to give me the ballot. And it was dealing with election integrity and the right to vote. And so we have um, we have petitioned in there, give me the ballot. And we have discussed the issues that we had put in our lawsuit. We said to them that they have a right to address this and in such a way that um, and we gave them the laws and the, um, the Constitution that uh, allows them to go before and answer and, and, and hear our plea and to um, take action on it. And I believe that with what was said, submitted here in, in sincerity and earnest with um, uh, Speaker of the House, Chad Field, and Senate Majority Leader Shirky, uh, both men of God. Both men of God sure, fear the Lord and love the Lord. Yes. Um, uh, they are my brothers, and I know that there is a lot of information out there, but we believe that we've given them sufficient information from this lawsuit, which they had. They, they were not following necessarily our lawsuit, um, but we have given them sufficient information that our lawsuit has credibility yes. to swing more than 500,000 uh, votes as a result. And we have evidence. We have uh, we have witnesses and direct witnesses, um, not hearsay. Uh, we have all of that available for them. And so we believe that the uh, lawmakers are now in our Republicans are now in power, right? To do the right thing and to uh, represent us and our voice for. And they're required. The law says that they are to establish. Yes. Uh, uh, the election, they, the lawmakers are required to ensure a free and fair election of that accuracy and integrity. Um, that is what the law says that they're supposed to do. That's their duty. And so we're calling on them because we know that what they have passed has not been adhered to. Right. And they, they have a remedy to correct it. I'm asking for a forensic audit. And a forensic audit is more than just the post-election audit that is more of a fluff piece and a here, FYI, here's what we could do and couldn't do. It's a summary of what happened versus a true audit um, that nothing occurred uh, as a result. And we know that with the laws broken, including with the Secretary of State, um, people need to go to jail this year. And so my prayer (laughs) is for uh, justice. (laughs) It's time. My prayer is for justice. Justice uh, Like Amos said, to roll down like, you know what I'm saying? Roll down like a river. And righteousness to fall over like a stream. So I'm I'm looking for Amos to come.
come in yep. and uh, call it out, you know. <laughs> you know, and you know, so, th- that, that reminds me, too, when you're talking about Secretary of State, and you're talking about all, all these different positions, and, y- you know, you and I know this, Linda, but, you know, a lot of people say, well, it doesn't really matter. I, I just vote for the president, or I vote for my senator, and it doesn't matter down ballot. Elections have consequences, and I know we hear yeah. this all the time within our party and within politics, yeah. but you now have, you know, like a Secretary of State right now who you know Ruth and I are friends and she was a phenomenal secretary of state she was in she was. and so was Candace Miller and 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 so was you know uh the rest of them but Terry Lynn Land yeah Terry Lynn Land sorry that's the one I was going for there uh, I didn't want yes. to say the day wrong but um you know elections do have consequences we now have the most liberal and progressive secretary of state in michigan uh you know holding up and not only holding up but also do you know making illegal decrees uh about an election so i would just say all the listeners uh, out no, there too a no bid i'm telling you no bid contract to rob the vote I, yeah. I want you to do your own homework on that and through the Freedom of Information Act, you can ask and request through the Freedom of Information Act, any governmental agency, to validate what I shared, the information that has been given to rock the vote. Yeah. And I'm telling you, people of Michigan need to be concerned, which is why I'm out here doing what I'm doing. Right. I'm concerned because I know too much. Now that you know enough, you need to be concerned. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I don't know everything, but what I do know gives me uh, the chills that they have my social security number, name, address, yep. and everything else. Exactly. Operating like we would not give. I'm telling you, the Republican women who have uh, been secretaries of state would not give the state police at times. They had to be court ordered sure. to give certain entities. And thank the God. information. I have a right to but privacy. I'm telling you, it's constitutional. I love my Absolutely. listen. I love Candace Miller, Terrilyn Land, and Ruth Johnson for their fortitude, their um, their conviction, and truly taking their oath of office very seriously, seriously. and yeah. not being political hacks. They have paid the price of uh, doing their duty, but they understood their role. Mm. And I, I would stand with these women any day over what we have, a hot mess that we have right now. <laughs> you know, and I did love when you said that, too. You said, we wouldn't have this hot mess if you guys <laughs> didn't enforce the laws. Uh, and you know, testimony, my parents, I said, I think she just said hot mess from, and uh, testimony. She man, brought that, was that truth, man. It was great. You know, oh, my, my parents are from Alabama. So, yeah, you know, there we go, baby. There we go. Oh, I, yeah. I can't. I well, can't yes, even stop it. Linda, yeah. as we wrap it up here, first of all, we appreciate you. We love you as a sister in the Lord. Mm-hmm. We appreciate Thank what you're you. doing. You're fighting in the trenches. You're doing the good work. You're standing up for justice. That's everything we believe here in the podcast as well on yep. Dead Men Walking. Yep. As we wrap up, can you just throw out there to the listeners uh, anywhere that they could get a hold of you or if they want to connect with you or if you have any platforms? I know sure. we talked about the books that you have coming out and stuff like that, but if, if they could get in contact with you or connect with you on social media platforms, just Throw that out for the listeners for me. Sure. I'm on Facebook at Linda Lee Tarver. Tarver. Mm -hmm. I have a website, LindaLeeTarver.com. You can send me an email um, from that website and and get a hold of me. Um, Awesome. My phone number is listed on Facebook, and um, I have a Twitter account, Linda Lee Tarver. I am truly trying to promote um, our president and our democracy. If you could pray for me, I'd appreciate that. Mm. Um, there have been some attacks as a result of my testimony on Tuesday, but the Lord has, has his hand in this, and I'm not afraid. But I know that um, my family's impacted, and um, but I just ask that you pray for me. Definitely. I pray for our president. Uh, donate to his uh, campaign, re-election mm. campaign, his um, legal uh, services, and really find out what's been happening and stand with him and do not lose hope or faith mm-hmm. at all. And that's what I'm going to ask everybody. You need to trust that the Lord got this. Yep. If he yeah. can open up the Red Sea, the people had their backs. They saw that the Pharaoh and the Egyptians were coming. And and I really want you to listen to this one. And because I've had to read it because, you know, I'm a Sunday school teacher. <laughs> but you need to know, um, they had their backs to, you know, they were the river and they were scared and they were afraid. They were disheartened. They were like, you know, why did he bring us to the desert to kill us? You know, to, you know, we should have stayed in sure. Egypt and blah, blah, blah. And Moses cried out and he said, Lord, blah, blah, blah. And the Lord told him, and you got to read it because I, I have 
you know, you got to read it. Sure. The Lord said, why are you calling me again? Yeah. Telling people to turn around, yeah, go through the water. And look what I'm about to do. And raise your raise your own staff. Do your raise the staff. Sure. Do your thing and tell them people to move it on. And what he's telling us to do is, why are you crying out to me? I got this. A yeah. right. I didn't bring you out. A to kill you to allow you to to fail. But you need to do something too. And mm. so that's why I'm here. You, I'm not. I already know the will of God. Mm-hmm. I already know that he loves us and he has not forsaken us. He has not forgotten us, but he is working it out so that he gets the glory at the end of the day. Amen. Yeah. That we are not looking at the the um, the will of people. We're not looking at how this election was won for Donald J. Trump because Donald J. was all that. We're looking at the Lord had to intervene, and only the Lord. And so he's going to part this Red Sea. I believe it in the name of Jesus. I want to give you hope in that. And But he said, don't ask me anymore. Telling people just turn around and keep walking through. So I'm asking you all to walk in faith, knowing that the Lord got this. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, and we're going to keep you in prayer and listeners for, for those listening, keep, keep Linda Lee in prayer too, because it is serious when you do have threats against not only you, but your family. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's different when, when you're taking on the cause and someone's threatening yeah. you versus the, the, your loved ones, your family, your children, your grandchildren. So we will be yeah. praying for safety and protection for you because it's, it's a serious Thank matter you. that the other side, man, they, they do, they do not care if they use violence and, uh, you know, any weapon the that they same have people against that you. rejoice at the killing of babies in the womb. Yep. I'm yeah. just telling you, you, you can't have high over. hope. Yep. You can't just say why. You That's just got right. to know who you're dealing with. Yep. Know yeah. who you're dealing with. But you want to yeah. what? I think you also gave us an uplifting uh, uh, message here. We thank you so much for being on the podcast, for calling thank in, you. giving us an update, yeah, giving us a little you. preaching to. That was awesome. That was awesome. Amen. That was you all told me I could up. preach a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, for all of you listening, we appreciate you listening. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Parlor deadmenwalking.com obviously you can always get merch and all that good stuff at dmwpodcast.com and we thank linda for coming on and Mm -hmm. talking to us and always god bless god bless god bless you be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at deadmenwalkingpodcast for full video podcast episodes and clips or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.